everyone. I am back with everyone's favorite podcast guest because it's essentially also my only podcast guest that I ever have on. Tori from the Ready to be Petty podcast. Hello. How are we? I'm good. I'm so glad to be here. I am just so stoked for you and all of your success. Thank you so much. I can be like, yeah, I knew her when she had like 2,000 followers on TikTok. You really, (laughs) really, really did. And and your podcast essentially inspired this podcast because if I hadn't gone on yours, I wouldn't have been like, wait, this is so much fun. So everyone really can thank Tori for all of us being here today, which is so beautiful. I Um, I appreciate that. (laughs) uh, Me too. Trust me. (laughs) So as people are listening to this, it is New Year's Day. We have rung in 2024, which is crazy. Um, It's been a crazy year in the in the world of pop culture as I don't have to tell Tori since this is this is your forte pop culture is, is kind of yeah, your bread and butter yeah it is your <laughs> bread and butter yes um so for those of you who don't know Tori she is from the ready to be petty podcast where she covers all things pop culture everything that's going on but she also has something new coming out so Tori why don't you tell us about that yeah this is the perfect time since January is going to be the launch month Uh, But I am launching another podcast called Ready to be Romanced. So it is a sister podcast to Ready to be Petty, and it's all about romance novels. And I'm so so excited. Do you read? Like, are you a Mm -hmm. reader? Big reader. Uh, Big Kindle um, girl of everything. Just kind of like anything TikTok is throwing at me, I'm reading, unfortunately. Okay, perfect. Okay, then I'll have to come on for sure. No, yes, I would love that. Okay, I love that. I just like in 2020 when everything shut down, mm-hmm. I like re got into reading, fell it down like the Bridgerton, mm-hmm. you know, rabbit mm-hmm. hole. And I'm just like, I want to talk about this way more than I get to on my podcast. I try to like sneak it in every once in yep. a while. But I was like, I want to do reviews. I want to talk about books I'm reading. I want to talk about the books that are getting turned into movies and TV. Mm-hmm. So yeah, That'll I'm be really so stoked. much fun. I'm really, really yeah. excited. I don't listen to any book podcasts right now, so I'm excited Neither to do I. add one. <laughs> like, I literally don't either. Like, going into this blind. Can't wait to see what happens. No, so I'm really excited yeah. to add that into my into my lineup of, of podcasts. Is it going to be weekly? How are you going to structure it? Because I can't at... read that fast. <laughs> no, I know. Literally, same. <laughs> I also do not have the hours in a day to because I do you know two episodes a week one on Mm -hmm. Patreon one publicly Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's just gonna be occasional at this point but like it would be cool if it became weekly but yeah it's not gonna be like you have to read a book every single episode we'll Mm -hmm. um touch on like the same book multiple times and gotcha different things so okay yeah super fun I know I can't wait that'll be so so exciting so exciting things already happening in 2024 that was my prediction that Tori was gonna come (laughs) up with a new podcast and look I'm already right (laughs) starting off the new year on the best foot ever um okay so what what we did here is we asked you guys what your favorite pop culture moments were of 2023 because historically that's how Tori and I have ended the year together um is by talking ad nauseum about things that happened nine months ago which is really (laughs) really fun for us yeah it's it's so bad like this is one of my worst traits but like 
if you bring up something that happened multiple years ago, I have a new angle. I've got, I've got a new thing that I have to rehash. Yes. Like, it's like a fine wine. It. it just gets better with age. <laughs> yes. You, you become a different person. You've had time to mull it over. We can yes. just rehash it. Yeah. When it comes to beating a dead horse, we will do that <laughs> consistently. Literally. That's My why we have podcasts. <laughs> exactly. My sister called me over my lunch break today and she wanted to talk to me about something that we talked about literally at 6 p.m. last night on the phone. And she's like, anyways, I was thinking about this. She had like, a good night's sleep and she's like, I have more. Let's react, actually. I was like, sure, let's do it. So yeah, stoked. Stoked for that. But we're not going to talk super heavily about 2023 Mm-mm. she's in the past no she is and we need to like leave her we need to leave her be and yeah. we need to move on to bigger and better things what those things are we have no idea because it's literally january 1st so who's to say the opportunities are endless the world is our oyster but that's not going to stop us from making some probably really trash predictions about <laughs> people's lives <laughs> yeah really have fun any... stuff over here i was like thinking have any of ours ever come true we should look back that's a great Great question because Tori and I decided to record this episode literally an hour ago. So I didn't have time, <laughs> didn't have time to go back in the archives. But I feel like last year we looked at the year before and there was one or two that had come true. So yeah. we can say that like we know what we're talking about. But that's because some of our predictions were like easy layups. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like they like, were it gonna was literally happen. like Taylor is gonna release new music. <laughs> like <laughs> Like it's just so. something I see happening. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so what were we like I said, we're not gonna dwell on this, we're not gonna dwell on the past, we're moving on. But what was like your favorite moments from this year, pop culture wise? What were your favorite things to talk about? I think it has to start with Scandaval. So true. Yeah. So true. Like that was, you know, a banger off in March. Uh mm-hmm. obviously the Taylor Travis Kelsey stuff has been like super fun. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did don't worry, darling happen this year? It didn't. But no, it, didn't. it feel it feels like I'm still talking about that. Like, <laughs> Ever present, it lives in our hearts. Yes. Exactly. Um no Scandaval was a big one. And that was one of yeah. my I love I love that where the internet can unite as one over something. That is like my favorite thing ever. So that was really good for me. Had never watched the show. I watched all of those episodes because I just needed to know what was going on. And I think a lot of other people did too. Um, So that was a, that was a fun, a fun classic scandal in the news to kind of obsess over. And then, yeah, I would say the errors tour we both saw the errors tour this past year so exciting I'm so jealous of everyone else that has yet to see it because that's kind of feeling like okay I saw it in the first like two months it was was happening and now it's going on for two and a half years that's not okay yeah it's like oh I saw the movie like after I had (laughs) I get canceled for that old yeah yeah, literally oh man yeah Yeah. so we both saw the errors tour this year and um obviously I think this summer was fun with Barbie Barbenheimer that was a really great really great time first it was a good year all in all I would say for pop culture very like fun it was very fun and light and um yeah I would say no complaints no complaints for me yeah we had yeah scandals we had good news bad news like with the p diddy stuff but yeah exciting Mm. news with like timothy and kylie dating Mm -hmm. and she's kind of like back in her like bad bitch era like yeah it it covered all the like nothing says bad bitch like dating timothy chalamet (laughs) 
Okay, okay, Hollywood dip boy. Like, what's your beef with Timothy? I just don't. I would never like depict him in my mind as being like bad bitch energy because like he no, just that's is like so a. Fair. He's like a scrawny. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like a little hipster boy, little hipster theater boy. But literally, could snap. Love him that for them. Like a twig, like... No, but... no, quite literally, all of us could. <laughs> we could yeah yeah that is that is that is a great enigma and i'm hoping to get some clarity on that relationship come 2024 actually i would just love some insight as to like what is going on in either of their minds in that relationship me too um all right so let's dive into some of these responses of people's favorite moments as you can imagine everyone was kind of on par with what we said lots of Taylor and Travis lots of I think also with that it was just like seeing Taylor out and about is so fun and like that's something we haven't had in years and years and years so to just be able to like see her publicly dating someone that's just been like different new and different and seeing her out and about yeah and so I feel like that's probably a big part of it and then the fact that it's obviously someone who's a total 180 from from every single person (laughs) totally yeah I saw this tweet the other day and so I have no idea if this is right or wrong awesome or like factually correct but it was like Taylor has had like 66 appearances this year like whether that Mm -hmm. be like paparazzi shots or interviews or like whatever Mm -hmm. and like in the past like three years it was like 66 so it's like we're getting like so much more Taylor so much more and I think even like with with her um time article I think she was kind of like confirming that too she was like this is kind of what you can expect going forward because I'm done hiding away in my house which is like so iconic of her in so many ways so looking forward to more of that as well um someone said when sabrina carpenter got sued by the catholic church <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. and then when questioned about it she said that jesus was a carpenter so yes, yeah. <laughs> like literally pennyway champion of the week like icon moves only like seriously she is someone... really killing it. Uh, yes, I was gonna say the same thing. She is someone that I like don't know much about, but every time I see her, I'm like, I'm obsessed. I literally am yeah. so obsessed with you. Like she just continues to become more iconic. And I'm yeah. also I, I think we talked about this last year actually, kind of like this revival of like the pop star, like the traditional pop star, the Sabrina Carpenter, the Olivia Rodrigo, the Renee Rapp. And I feel like we just like keep seeing more of that. And I'm yes. obviously here for that in every capacity. Me too. I feel like Tate McRae is mm-hmm. giving yes, us that's that. Another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really, really happy for like girl pop music right mm-hmm. now. And yeah, everything I see about Sabrina, like I don't follow her super closely, but I saw her on the red carpet a few weeks ago and she was like asked about the church situation and she was like, gotta go, gotta go. And like walks (laughs) away from the interviewer. And I was like, this is just like levity, fun, like Mm -hmm. light and like those like viral, like really fun clips Mm -hmm. that I love to see from celebrities. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think her and Renee Rapp does this really well too, is like, I'm sh- I know they have PR training but like you could never tell and I yes. love that every yes. single time because they they both are clearly like I'm gonna put my own personality and like you will know who I am you know what I mean like they have yeah. a 
which I love because I feel like it's it's not as like cookie cutter and like just textbook like very bland responses to things that are like okay give us nothing they're giving us something which is amazing and I will take all that I can get yeah not to like toot our own horns because Renee Rapp is literally everything but I feel like we would be like that in red carpet interviews I feel no but like it's true like I feel like we wouldn't like tamp down our mm-hmm. like authentic personalities no, and totally. I love it right. I I love that she is and like you're right is it like pre not preconceived or like pre-planned authenticity mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know she might just be a really good actress but mm-hmm. like I'm hook line mm-hmm. and sinker for everything no, I think it's just like filtered authenticity. You know what I mean? It's like mm. we're not like they're not being totally unhinged, but they're also being like, I'm I'm not gonna like hold back because I think that's kind of is what making what's what's making them different as like a like cookie cutter like female pop star. I'm using air quotes by the way. I'm not those are not my real words, but you know what I mean? Like that's how I feel like they're branding themselves to be different. Obviously, Sabrina has like always been super edgy with like her outros and everything like that like she clearly has like a huge personality which is awesome but I love that she doesn't like hide it when she's being interviewed because that's so boring I also feel like it's just like the Gen Z of it all like they're like I don't right. give a fuck, which yes. is so fun and like I love yeah that. yeah it's that's not really like the point. like it's not like the restrained like like Taylor being so like like a class act all the time and like she has to say which I understand a hundred percent but it's also like just letting live a little bit yeah 100 percent. that's a really good point um we also had the Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial at the beginning of this year yes (laughs) which that was like a fun um it was a way more fun version of like a celebrity trial because it was so lighthearted, which yes. I loved because everyone could be, like make haha fun of it because he's fine. He's literally fine. The man is fine. <laughs> he's totally fine. She was like serving looks mm-hmm. every day in court. And the clip where she's like, well, I lost a half day of skiing lives rent free in my mind. Yeah, she that was a really it was a good moment. And it was like so it was so out of nowhere, I feel like. Like, why is Gwyneth Paltrow in court? Like, that is actually insane when you think about it. But, um, and the fact that it was, like, all televised, too, is iconic. It's so fun. And also, there's, like, a doc, like, a docu-series or, uh, like, like, a full documentary on it that I think is already out. So, I think I'm going to watch that over the winter break. Mm. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, like, just like snowy Aspen vibes. <laughs> Are you out of things to watch? Is that why you're watching <laughs> <of dogs>? <laughs> <laughs> on the ski incident where he like yeah. m- maybe hit her or whatever, or she hit him? I guess. Um, yeah, I guess so. That <laughs> that is kind of sad. Like bad bottom of the barrel there, but whatever. <laughs> if it's entertaining, that's all that matters. Um, okay, we had Sophia Richie's wedding. Was that this year? That feels. Oh like my gosh! Yeah, because you know ago. she's having like a one year anniversary party that we're gonna we're have so- to hear about. <laughs> I think you're gonna see that we're gonna be invited to. Like, <laughs> yeah. of, course, of course, of course, we are the Renee Rapp and Sabrina Carpenter of podcasting. So why wouldn't we be there? Doesn't make any sense. Oh, I'm God. dead. Yeah, I like. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I 
I just, I wish I had the wealth that, mm. like, I just wish I had her life. Mm-hmm. Um, even and you husband... can stop there and we would all be like, yes, <laughs> yes. we're all totally <laughs> behind you. Like even her husband, I saw like him in a TikTok the other day. He was like funny, like, mm-hmm. and so fucking rich. Like I just, she's really living the dream. So she like, is. that was, that was a good story, but it was like, yeah, it was like aspirational. <laughs> Definitely. That is a really good word to kind of like summarize that whole thing. But um, yeah, that was just kind of like a moment in time, I would say. Obviously, we also have Beyonce, the Beyonce of it all as well. The Renaissance tour, absolutely. I'll be streaming that. Unfortunately, I like didn't get to the Mm -mm. tour or to the theaters, but I know that it like a lot more exclusive. Do you know what I mean? It's too cool for me. Like I'm a loser. I'm going to Taylor Swift. that, well it's that but it's also like i feel like taylor has had has like what like 500 tour dates and beyonce's like here's 12 i hope you can get tickets and it's like <laughs> oh my God, i can't this is crazy and i just feel like it's a it's like a it's like a vip you know what i mean like totally. only it was very exclusive but um everything that i've seen of that tour obviously looks insane and incredible and i so i do really want to um i want to watch the movie as well we also did have the taylor and beyonce like public reunion and them showcasing their friendship which was nothing shy of absolutely kind of iconic and it was unexpected iconic. i don't think people were expecting it which i think made it that much better um but I think it was so fun in a year where they've been like so pitted against each other to be like, hey, we're here. Yeah, because in prior years, they weren't pitted against mm-hmm. each other. Like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, yep. for sure. Like maybe Miley Cyrus or like, I don't know, just like other pop girlies mm-hmm. this year because both of them were carrying the music industry <laughs> on their backs. Mm-hmm. Like they just are in the same conversation and I love that they were like yeah instead of like fighting over fans like we'll just Mm -hmm. be fans of each other which is beautiful and it's all you could ever want especially I mean I always think it's so stupid when people try and do that because it's like these are like the highest caliber of celebrity of musician as you could possibly get do you think they give a rat's ass about like who's doing a little bit better than (laughs) like they don't care they're both doing literally so fine they don't have to worry about anything like I always think that's so unnecessary um we also had earlier this year the Selena Gomez Haley Bieber drama that was this year right I think so like probably and they took that picture together yes and then we had in like recent weeks days the selena gomez benny i don't even i don't hear her her menti b yeah i know very public (laughs) social media menti b yeah 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 so i love that it started from like just a pop account like at pop factions Mm -hmm. i think like not pop base not whatever yeah it was like kind and of like, an off the beaten path one too. <laughs> yeah, like it was a knockoff dollar store version of Pop Base. And then she just like it it says like, yeah, Benny Blanco and Selena Gomez are dating, and she just goes facts, and then it just spirals from there. It is so interesting, but it really is interesting. That's a great yeah. word for it. Because it's just love- like who's doing that? Who's doing that nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, which like 
kind of brought me back to like old school again like celebs that just like like had control of their own instagram accounts and mm-hmm. stuff and i'm i do appreciate that and i have done my research on benny bonko he seems like a, a good guy yeah like, that's i haven't what found i've seen any, too yeah i haven't found anything bad yet so which like is crazy which is wild i'm stoked for them it was just a this will forever if they like go the distance this will forever be the start of their like public relationship which like that is so crazy in the world of like these so intense and elaborate like soft launches and hard launches she's like facts on a (laughs) like a pop crave account that's a crazy way to tell the world that you're in a relationship when you are an a-list celebrity that is crazy but she seems she seems genuinely really happy so that's yeah amazing more power to her it was just kind of like a and it's and I get what she's saying I actually when she was talking about how like her fans are like having all these like speculation and she's like if I'm happy can you just like drop it can you just like let it be I yes like that is so stupid people are so stupid and I had this epiphany a few weeks ago where I was talking about Taylor Swift I actually talked about it briefly on the podcast um it was when everyone thought that she was gonna announce reputation Taylor's version and then she like didn't and then she released um you're losing me like a couple days later and everyone in her comment section was like okay but this isn't reputation like okay but this isn't this and I was like that must suck so bad to have like your biggest supporters oh yes be constantly like okay this isn't what we fucking (laughs) wanted bitch and it's like whoa I thought you loved her like why are you harassing her it's such a weird thin line so in that sense I feel like I'm like I understand why Selena would be like what the fuck I'm sitting here saying like I'm happy I'm in this new relationship and people are like well he isn't treating it's like (laughs) what do you know it's just it's crazy Crazy that it's like probably like 12 year old girls that she's like beefing with in the comment section but, <laughs> yeah. but besides that I'm like I gave more power to you I guess like talk totally. that talk yeah like I am all for being critical of celebs a lot of them deserve criticism a lot of it's super valid but mm-hmm. when it's on stuff like this I'm like leave them alone mm-hmm. no like, totally we can talk about like um Taylor's use of private jets and sure. stuff like that like for sure but like when when she is giving you free content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you are getting mad because it's not something else like it's just so or like well, you don't want her to like sit in the moment that is 1989 tv like it's mm-hmm. just so weird to me it that is. that's the type of stuff they go for because I feel like people Especially, I think, with Taylor, because she's released so much between new music and re-recordings in the last few years that I think people are like, more, 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 more. And it's like, that's not realistic. And like, in a from a business sense, that makes no sense. Why would she want to be competing against her own music? Like, that's so dumb. Like, let it have its moment. But it's also always crazy to me that it's like these like Swifties come up with like they're like this day this is gonna happen and then it doesn't and they're like pissed and they're like we need to avenge this and I'm like you made it up it's a thing you made up I know who are you mad at and it's so funny because every TikTok that I get on my for you page that it's like it's rep tv this day because this this is I'm like Mm -hmm. yep like Mm -hmm. of course like 
spreading it, spread the gospel, like all of this stuff. And then it's, it's so elaborate. And then it's like, you actually look at the real Easter eggs that Taylor puts mm-hmm. out and it's like her and Bejeweled with like an SN clip in her mm-hmm. hair. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's not like her making the it- like REP like like, like she's not in the cia like yeah it's it's not that deep ever um no it is it is crazy especially because i feel like in obviously in the time magazine article she said like she obviously kind of admitted to the fact that reputation is like next and yeah it's like i feel like she was like okay i don't need an easter egg because i'm telling you what's coming next like the when is just it's just gonna happen when it happens and it's like not gonna be this weird convoluted thing and it's just oh it's so insane people are sometimes they see videos and I'm like satire or (laughs) or real is this a real thought that you had and you felt the need to voice and then this many people agreed with you that's always the shocking part is people like wait a minute you're on to I'm like (laughs) that's me that's me like that's literally me in the comments being like speak on it like (laughs) no but like I think at this point what the reality is is that you can get like 50k views or likes or whatever on TikTok just for making that type of video Mm -hmm. so people are just you know capitalizing on it but yeah every single one I'm like it all makes sense (laughs) to me I'm like the math is in fact mathing thank you so much for bringing this to my attention I believe everything you say from here on out awesome exactly Um, this is kind of a great segue into our 2024 predictions and I will ask you the same question that my therapist asked me at the end of my last session. When do oh, you God. think Reputation Taylor's version is coming out? <laughs> that's serious. She... Oh my serious. God. That's iconic. She's a Swifty through and through. Yeah. And I was like, I love that. Girl, you should not have said this until the end because let me. Yeah. Let me you're you like, this. yeah. You're like, we're off the clock. But <laughs> yeah, I really think it's coming out in February. I said the same thing to my therapist. So I'm glad the one is. Yeah. Well, I, Actually, I will say, I think she's going to, I could see one of two things, announcing it in February, having it come out at some, like, what, a month and a half, two months later, or, like, however she's been doing it recently. I could also see, though, her announcing something on New Year's Day, obviously, big reputation vibes, and then potentially having it be released in February. But I also am, like, because I've really been thinking about this, because I had subscribe to the belief system that it would be two re-releases a new album two re-releases yes. a new album yeah but I'm like given the trajectory of this tour that is gonna end in like 2030 I'm like how is she gonna keep releasing all of this new stuff because it would just like inherently change the like I don't think she can release a new original album until after until the, the tour. tour I agree because you couldn't do a proper rollout because the rollouts right. of the re-records are a lot I think more subdued than mm-hmm. like she's not always doing the like talk show rounds and stuff like that which she exactly. would do with a new uh-huh. album uh-huh. so yeah I completely agree that maybe that's what she wanted to do but it's not feasible but I'm happy if we get rep and uh debut while she's on tour and then mm-hmm. new music when she's wrapped up this tour yeah that's kind of what I'm thinking too but it's just crazy because that means that we wouldn't get new Taylor music until 2025 at the earliest yeah and we got midnights in 2022 right yes 
Yes. So that would yeah. be a, that's a big gap in, in between for, and granted we are getting like new music with the vault tracks the and vault things tracks. like that, but, yeah. um, but yeah, that would be kind of a, that's a really long time. So that's why I kind of like go back and forth. I'm like, how, what is she doing? What is she planning? What is going on in her totally. brain? But, um, anytime I get reputation, I'm, I'm just here for it. And I'm just kind of like, <sighs> me too. whenever you feel like you're ready, Miss Swift is fine with me. I'm <laughs> I'm going to hold myself back from truly about it. But that's, we can put that on the books as our official prediction that mm-hmm. we're getting reputation. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it would make sense to do rep- reputation and debut in 2024, new music 2025. 2025. Yeah. I, we, I think it this makes past year we did speak now in 1989. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. just those two. Yeah. 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 Cause it was red and fearless the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I to a year agree. that makes, I feel like that makes total sense. Totally. Um, and I feel like she does want to wrap this project up. Like oh, I, I yes. think she's been loving it for sure. But I, I, she, in the time article, she was like, it's like doing your homework again mm-hmm. when it gets like swept away by the wind or whatever. So I, I definitely think she's like ready to, to, tie a bow on it and how cool ending on debut as you're wrapping up the eras tour like ending with reputation and debut like this huge pivotal moment in her career which was reputation which she talked on ad nauseum in the time (laughs) she was she was feeding the reputation girl she was like yeah "Yeah, this was my life Um, so true and then ending with debut yeah it is iconic a prediction I have is that she has documented the entire re-record process and I think that will become a documentary oh that's she's, so interesting because I think she's the first in the industry to do this which was also like kind of this huge catalyst of these other artists taking ownership of their own music which has now become this whole thing where now they're trying to make it way more difficult to do that but I um I feel like that would be such a missed opportunity if she didn't document that whole process and then it's kind of yeah. like it's like the era's tour all over again, but in like a different getting to see her re-record these pieces. Like how cool would it be to see her commentary when she's recording songs that she wrote like 10 years ago? That's that has to be like such an insane process. So I would love to see that personally. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And now that she has the uh pathway figured out with like cutting out the mm-hmm. streaming services and mm-hmm. stuff like that like she could totally do something if yeah. she released it in theaters I guess she could yes. also just go the tradi- traditional route of streaming <laughs> service like but whatever I would be stoked regardless yeah I just think that's like she's such a um trailblazer in that sense that I feel like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you make a movie out of that um yeah okay so let's read some of your predictions that we have um someone said oh pete davidson and olivia rodrigo spotted together oh uh, <laughs> no he's dating maddie klein right now i thought yes i did i did hear yeah. that um which that's but cute i think that's very cute mm-hmm. i think it's i don't think it's gonna go the distance i think it'll be like you know just one of the girls on pete's list but i don't think she'll date and she's with louis partridge so yes i did see that on yeah. your Instagram. <laughs> so like I don't think I don't see that. Don't but see I definitely it. like I I could see him and Maddie breaking up in like six months and then totally. him starting to date like another like young ingenue. So 
<laughs> Such a great word for this moment. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, okay, we have Kim K getting into a relationship. We had a lot of Kardashian themed um, predictions. So Kim K getting into a relationship. I saw uh, Kendall Jenner getting pregnant, which that seems out of left yeah. field and not really. Because didn't she just break up she, with? Yeah, like allegedly yeah. she just broke up with uh, Bad Bunny, and mm-hmm. I just don't see that. Like. Sh- she, I don't think she wants to be pregnant. I, yeah, or like, I don't think so either. Wants to have a kid um, at this point. So I hope not. Um, mm. Kim dating someone. Yeah, I could see this. Uh, allegedly, she like might kind of already have a boyfriend that's just like not, it's not in the public eye. But mm. I'd be happy if she found someone new. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who also it would had, be. I know. She just like has such a s- strange spectrum of people she's dated that I'm like I have there's no way to predict who's next who's to say yeah. at this point yeah um a lot of the demise of Justin Timberlake yeah so what's going on I have I don't keep up to date with the Justin Timberlake of it all so I'm curious as to what this is about yeah so I think that so basically I think that he got wind that Britney Spears was going to write mm-hmm. some like not so great things about him in her memoir Right. And that it was going to come out in the fall. And he was like, "What? what's the only thing that could, like, stave me off from a cancellation? And it was the reunion of NSYNC. Mm-hmm. So he got them to uh, reunite under the guise of a new Trolls movie song. And, like, like I would actually what end it all. What a crazy He's like, no, I, I have a huge scandal coming out of the news. Trolls, let's take it from here. Like, that's a crazy solution to a problem to no, come up and with like sorry if the listeners don't know me that might sound a little conspiratorial <laughs> but like I think that that is like a legitimate theory and like if my career was hinging on a trolls like soundtrack song like I would it's, just it's looking bleak <laughs> at that point like that is I feel like oh fingers so crossed bleak. this trolls thing works out <laughs> I hate to no. say it I would be reconsidering a lot Everything. of things. Yeah. 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 Like go yeah. become an accountant at this point. I don't know. You're fine. You don't need to work. Go live off the land or something. Totally. Um, and I, I just think we'll see more of that though. Like I, I think we did see like a kind of a little bit of a reckoning for him mm-hmm. with Brittany and Janet Jackson, but like, I just think more stuff will come out about mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And he's, he's married to Jessica, Jessica Biel. Biel. Because yeah. a lot of people were saying that they're speculating that that will come to an end next year. I, I don't think it'll come to an end because they just posted on Instagram a big post about each other mm. and how much their relationship is like means to them and stuff like that. But it's like Which he is... on her for sure. Like, yeah, like it's definitely sus. I like I think it's more of like a we're in it just to be in it type of thing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah so I, I don't see them publicly breaking up but like who am I to say <laughs> really like and it's so important to remember that with everything yeah. that we say on this podcast <laughs> literally who are we to say <laughs> yeah. yeah um okay this one's a fun one Zendaya and Tom Holland get engaged that seems totally reasonable to me yeah and that's something the I would of, love to like, see yeah, that's the type of prediction I'm making. <laughs> it's just like the lowest of stakes. Like, oh, this mm-hmm. couple who own a house together and have been together for like five years mm-hmm. are gonna get engaged. Like, oh, like let's 
Let's do it. But yeah, I, I next year when we record, we're like, we were right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Nostradamus. Like, like who? Like, like we are so psychic. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh man. Um, a lot of people are saying Rihanna new music, which I think yes definitely yeah yeah i i i've been saying this for like six years <laughs> like it's literally documented on my podcast i predict this every year mm-hmm. this year i have a good feeling just because we did get the super bowl and then mm-hmm. that like news about um savage by fenty being like worse than Sheen. Mm-hmm. i don't know if that's gonna like take like have the company take a hit but like if that does maybe she'll like have to resort back <laughs> making music she's like rents do let's bang out another album (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no I think that would be that's like kind of feeling like something that the world needs at this point in time is new Rihanna music yes I feel like we've actually been needing it for (laughs) For a really long time it's so overdue but yeah um but yeah I would definitely that's something I would welcome um Okay, I want to get this one out of the way because it's everything I'm seeing. But circling back to Taylor and Travis, everyone's saying they're going to get engaged. Yeah. Which I just think is going to happen. Me too. I'm like a big proponent of this. I think I have, I just because I've seen it, I think in my real life and with celebrities, but like when you break up in your real life, when when Travis Kelsey proposed to you, you're like, I've experienced this all the time. (laughs) When this happened to me recently um, and I got engaged, no. no, I think like a lot of people in their 30s break up with like a long-term partner of their 20s mm-hmm. and then date someone for like a year and then get engaged yes. and then get married. Like I just yes. feel like I see that a lot. So I could totally see that for them. And I'm kind of here for it. Like I don't know what it is about them that works for me, but it does. No, I know exactly what you mean. I think it is I I think something that really works with the two of them is people that she's dated in the past obviously are also famous to some degree. Obviously, no one has been on her level because that really doesn't exist. But they've always been in like the Hollywood sphere to some extent. And I feel like this is cool because they're on like the same level, but in totally different worlds. And I feel like they have this mutual understanding, but it's also like different enough that it's like, do you know what I mean? It's not like they're in the same bubble all the time. It's like they yes. have very much of their own thing, but they're still both very like successful and like high yes. caliber in their field. And I feel like, I don't know, like if you were as famous as Taylor Swift and you were dating like an actor or another singer, it's like, I feel like that's a lot of the same, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think to get at to the level of like professional athlete and pop star, you have to have a, a lot of the same personality traits mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I think for some reason it just works. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just like fun. Like they're fun together. Like she seems like she's having fun and that seems different. And so yes. like, this is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go with this. Go yeah. with this. Yeah. It is crazy though. Cause I think about like, just like thinking about like the ins and outs of a relationship like that is unfathomable because I was thinking about this the other day. Cause I was like, obviously celebrity couples get 
married and divorced like so quickly like the turnover rate for celebrity relationships is insane and I was like well that's because they have to deal with all these things that like most married couples don't have to deal with but they also don't have to deal with a lot of things that most married couples deal with like they don't have to worry about like finances or like these you know what I mean like things that a lot of like normal people have to deal with so it is kind of insane I just like would love to be a fly on the wall and like how they're coordinating where they're going to Christmas like that's what I need to know because how are you doing that but I think something about the relationship that works too is that they seem like two normal people when they're together like not celebrities they're just like hanging out at a bar with their friends like that's crazy but I feel like that that like shows that it works so well like that they can be normal people Um, yeah because I feel like when else is Taylor Swift's gonna be able to feel like a normal person like that's crazy. yeah that's a really good point and I do feel like she is always looking for people to make her life feel normal mm-hmm. and that must be a comfort for her but yeah I, I love that they're just like going and hanging out at like bars in Kansas City and stuff like mm-hmm. yeah it, it does seem like she's really enjoying her like free time and stuff like mm-hmm. that and you're right after the past like six years like she definitely deserves that Yes. And I think, like she said, she's like, I just want to get out of the house. And I'm like, totally. That's she so relatable. She makes it sound like Joe Alwyn, like, locked her in a basement. In the like- basement in London or fucking Gatwick or whatever. Like, yeah. No. Knock off, knock off London. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I definitely could see that happening. And there's yeah. been, like, a lot of, like, weird speculation on, like, Dumois about that, too yeah the relation the engagement and how they've been like looking at rings and I'm like who where are you <laughs> what is the source on this like because that it- seems insanely close but <laughs> yes like I am blocked by Dumas so I, <laughs> I don't see and her like, posts lol but, like, that's but, good like no it no it you're right it is but also it's like lol at her posting about stuff when she got called out by Tree Payne like if I got called off, called out by Tree Payne, I would log off of the internet forever. Like that no, would be the I'm, last you would ever see of me. I'm that deleting is all so socials. Insane. Yeah, and like I'm moving. like I'm like entering the witness protection program. I'm <laughs> yes, like, see ya. It's good nice. Gotta go. Crazy yes. to try and rebuttal against Tree Payne. That is totally truly unfathomable. I, I do think that he got her a ring for her birthday. Because yes, like, because yes, she's like showing the pictures. ring to yeah. tell her. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah. So, I don't know. The ring was, like, kind of tacky. But it was also his style. Like, I was like, I yeah, get yeah. it. Like- <laughs> and she was like, look at me in this ring. But it's also, because it's also, like, she was showing her the ring outside as they're walking by a ton of paparazzi. Like, Oh, that's a really good point. Right? Totally, it- totally. Because I, like, saw the picture and I was like, oh. And then why like, am I seeing oh? this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why don't you wait till you get inside the bar to be like, hey, look. Yeah, or while yeah. you're in the car? Like, it just seemed that was that was kind of interesting to me. Yeah, not that that's I'm, sus. not that I'm a Taylor and Travis PR couple. <laughs> I'm obviously not, but I did think that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um. Okay, Prince Harry and Meghan divorce. Uh, why what are you can seeing I, like, in that realm? I know I'm like reading, <laughs> reading into everything. I know I feel like I'm pitching these two, and I'm like, tell us, Oracle Tori, yeah, what do you yeah. think is gonna happen? Um, I kind of like what I will say is like I think that they are 
like whatever soulmates you know if people believe in that or whatever like Mm -hmm. i think that he was looking for a person that was very much like megan markle they mm-hmm. found each other. So I do really believe they like deeply love and care for each other. I and just to go think, through everything that they've been through. It's like, it has to be. Real it and has to be. Yeah. yeah. Like worth it for sure. But I could totally just see the strains of the past, like five years, just like kind of catching up on them. So mm. I don't think that this is like a ludicrous prediction. Do mm. I think it happens in the next like 12 months? Like, no, but mm eventually maybe it must be so tough to like be them uh mm. everyone everyone's like you mean royalty like <laughs> so tough I'm like, like it feels so much sympathy for the royals <laughs> they don't get enough credit um they don't, no but like you know what i'm saying like i feel yeah, like well, yeah about them specifically it must oh, be totally s- like stressful to live because of to, like yes yeah what's happening. and i think especially because of um just the insane power that is against them like that is yes yes genuinely scary like that is like i would be fearing for my life a little bit always i could see them pulling a joe alwyn and taylor swift and going literally in a basement for years i could totally see them kind of dropping off the face of the earth and i feel like both of them would kind of embrace that yeah I do too especially when the kids get to that like kind of kindergarten age I Mm. could totally just see them go like LA parent Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mode and take a a break from projects and stuff I could see that um love that for them honestly uh a lot of a lot of people are saying the rise of Sabrina Carpenter and I I mean I think this would come as a shock to no one but I could totally see her blowing up like really really blowing up in the next year and I think having Taylor Swift kind of endorse you is like duh (laughs) but okay yes but also no because this is gonna sound awful and maybe I should I kind of it's kind of on my to-do list but like I'm not (laughs) you're like what the f are you gonna say (laughs) Gracie Abrams Mm. like I'm not downloading her music Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, whereas mm -hmm. like or like no offense like i'm like i love mm-hmm. nobody no crime and like gasoline but like i don't have any of their music on you know my spotify so like yeah totally. I, I think like yeah i i think yes but also like i think she has something that is also unique but that's kind of more so what i'm thinking yeah and she's very much i think to be like that traditional like pop star figure and then have taylor swift exactly like pushing you up right like and like right giving you her audience essentially i feel like that is like a recipe for because i think all those other artists have like way more of like a niche kind of indie sound and they they're definitely not as like traditional stereotypical like upbeat pop music which i think is what a lot of people that listen to Taylor Swift that's what they listen Want. to it's like yes. it's like yeah yes. it's like the upbeat fun pop music and so totally. I think having it's kind of like the perfect storm in that sense with Sabrina compared yeah. to those other uh, the other artists but um yeah I want her to like put out new music that like I can be there when it 
comes out do you know what I mean because sometimes I feel like it's like okay I'll like go back and listen to her old music but like I don't get the lore because like I wasn't there. yeah I know. so like it's I not know. as fun so I, I would love for her to like release new music and then like everyone on TikTok can get excited about it because then I'll be excited about it and that's how I feel things is through social media so that would <laughs> yeah, be yeah. no I feel the exact same the exact same way and yeah I think she's doing something different than some of the other pop girlies yeah with like the like she has definitely a defined like look and sound mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think that's really smart. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, mean Girls movie. The Mean Girls yeah. musical movie is coming out. How do you feel about that? I'm very excited. I actually think I'm going to like go like not opening night, but like in theaters, mm-hmm. which I have seen in the last three years, one movie in theaters and it was the Eras tour. Oh, wow. So, you didn't see Barbie yeah. in theaters? Oh, sorry. And Barbie. So, uh, sorry. Barbie was the was first like, one. Leave this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. No, you're right. So I saw Barbie and the Eras tour movie. I saw them see like, the Eras tour movie. Really in theaters? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I never okay. haven't seen it at all. Fake. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like genuinely. When everyone was like, "Gotta buy tickets for the Eras Tour movie," I like went into a catatonic state where I was like, "I can't go through this again." Like I'll see it when I see it, and I've made my peace with that. Like I'm not fighting to get to see the movie at like an amc movie theater like that's not something i was prepared to do mentally no I so i just that. kind of checked out and then i just I like never that. circled back so yeah no that <laughs> happens to me all the time like there are things in pop culture or like tv shows or movies that i know that will send me into such a hyperfixation yes. rabbit mm-hmm. hole mm-hmm. that i like it's actually like doing like I can't do that. Mm-mm. So I just don't have time for like a hyperfixation hole. No, totally. So I can't watch it. No, I, I get that. Um, Yeah, I think Mean Girls will get me back into the theaters once more mm-hmm. this year. And there's a few other movies that look good that are coming out. But like that oh, one what is, movies? is a given. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm not kidding. I'm like, please. No, I'm like, don't make more. me list them. No, I don't know. But like, <laughs> but like I... <laughs> I think it's going to be really good. They cut like half the musical numbers from the Broadway mm-hmm. production to the actual movie. I love Renee Rapp. I have to support her in everything she does. I of course. I like Chris Briney, which it may mm-hmm. be a controversial uh, opinion. And I'm like, I don't know why. I literally, <laughs> why is that controversial? People like think he was like not a good choice for Aaron Samuels. Interesting. Want to know my like, biggest flex ever? Why do you Samuels know him? Follow, he follows oh, me on. Oh my God, on stop. I Instagram. thought you were going to say Chris Briney. <laughs> no, no, the original. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. Literally. It is like no. any, anytime someone brings up me and girls, I'm like, guess what? He follows me. Okay. Um, that is actually like a sleigh. Um, I watched mm-hmm. him on Celebrity Big Brother. He was really, really fun. Yeah, um, he was fun. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's going to be good. I think it's, it's weird that they're not marketing it as a musical. Yes. Because yes. I think people are going to be pissed because yes. it's going to be very musically. But it's it's weird to me too because people were pissed that it was marketed as a movie because they were making it seem like it was replacing this like geriatric film that is Mean Girls, <laughs> which everyone was like, it's not that old. Like, why are you <laughs> acting like this is like a reboot of a movie from like the 70s? Like, it's 
it literally didn't come out that long ago. So I thought that was weird too. It's interesting the way that they're spinning it because it's like they're trying to just make it seem like, oh, it's a new Mean Girls. And it's like when they start singing, people are going to throw hands because, (laughs) which like me, I don't love musicals. I'm not really a musical person at all. I just, I just watched, um, I had asked on my Instagram story for Christmas movie recommendations and a lot of people recommended Spirited. Have you seen that? No, and I've never even heard of it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it has <laughs> it has Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell in it. Oh, oh, okay. Kind like of ins- yeah. insane, weird stacked cast. Like insane. Yeah. Um Octavia Spencer's in it. Okay. Like love. It's like it is like so stacked. And then Is it, it a is- musical? <laughs> Yes, it is a what? Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds musical. So I. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah, it it was, and it could have been such a great movie if they had opted to go the, songs yeah. music, but they they didn't. Um, I still watched the whole thing because I liked the plot of the movie. It's like kind of a um, what is it? Like the Ghost of Christmas Past, the Ghost of Christmas. It's like that. It's like a mm. modern day take on that. Thought it was a kids movie. Spoiler alert: He dies in the end. Oh, which one? Ryan Reynolds <laughs> dies. Everyone's like, uh, "You need spoiler tags on this episode. <laughs> you you ruined the plot of Spirited." <laughs> it was crazy because I couldn't tell if it was like a kids movie or not. It was one of yeah. those weird things that was like walking the line where I'm like, "Are children watching this or not?" And then it ended with like literally Ryan Reynolds dying. And then becoming a ghost, he became the ghost of Christmas present. It was. That's wild. It was truly wild, but it was a musical. And I watched it with my whole family and I was really interested in the plot of the movie. So I was like, I'm going to stick it out. And the rest of my family members were not feeling inclined to do that (laughs) due to the amount of musical numbers that were I'm it gonna like add it over the top <laughs> it was just like it kept going I think there's so that's I think that's the thing with musicals is like if there's a number every now and then great yeah sure if there is a limit where it's like this is intolerable now and I don't want to finish it especially well, like, because everyone knows the plot of the movie yes, so it's yes. like it'll be kind of hard to keep people's interest I think okay like now that I'm thinking about it say it's like 12 songs four minutes each like that's 48 minutes that's like more than half the movie so and it's always like fun to watch them like sing and dance but it's also like after one after one number I'm like okay thanks we've seen it all and there's something so inherently unnatural about musicals like obviously like and I think Mean Girls as much as it's you know like very outlandish in so many ways it's also like about these high schoolers and I think when you start being like and no that's not real no one's doing that so totally (laughs) what is that Um, yeah no that's like so fair maybe okay so I'm adding spirited to my list of movies over winter break after the no documentary and then yeah, and then January 12th or whatever when Mean Girls comes out. Yeah, I'll go to it and then I can report back. But yeah, I am I'm a nervy. I'm nervy for it mm-hmm. for sure, but cuz I, I can't not watch it. Like if it flops, it'll flop hard and I Yeah, think, like, it'll, be really like yeah like- it'll be like cats. Yeah, it'll be like everyone 
Like it could ruin these people that have like staked their reputations on this movie. Yeah. Which is crazy. So we'll see. I'm hoping for the best, obviously. Yeah, um, me too. And I think if they do it well, it could kind of change the trajectory for these like movie musicals. Like if they do it right and people like it, maybe maybe I'd be able to tolerate more in the future. Yeah, and I guess we kind of are in the like movie musical era, like Dear Evan Hansen. Mm -hmm. Like they even film like are filming more Broadway plays. Like oh yeah, um, and Wicked, right? Isn't that what Ariana met her SpongeBob boyfriend in? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Wicked is coming to to movies. So yeah, absolutely, we're definitely in that era. So I think it'll do well. I I hope it does because I know like Renee Rapp gave up like her mm-hmm. role on sex lives with college girls for this so like just crazy which is so wild to me uh, and so, so sad to me so sad like i have ranked that show like number it's... one or like top five in the last like mm-hmm. whenever whichever years the seasons came out when i would like mm-hmm. you know rank what tv i watched this year and it mm-hmm. always came up and like to know that we don't get a proper third season is like devastating it is it really is and i like i'm like really interested to see how they structure that to make it seamless and to make it like normal because also her brother in the show her brother in the show was written off after the first season too yes so this is just like another weird like character come come and gone but like weirder this time because she was yes yes. yeah yeah i also wonder how long that show's gonna go for I think I'm such a big proponent of like if you lose like one or two of the main characters, you should just end it. Like Suits, Grey's Anatomy, like mm-hmm. you should just really wrap it up. But I think that the brother was dismissed for he was being like inappropriate on set. So all oh, four, really? I don't think, yeah, which like sucks because like he's hot. And <laughs> I hate I hate no, when hot it's... people turn out no. to be creeps. Like <laughs> literally a moment of silence for that cuz that's really I knew it, exactly it what you were going to say. Like, when you said yeah. it sucks, I was like, yeah, he was really hot actually. So I totally yeah. get that. That's a, that's a really yeah. tough pill to swallow actually. Um but also yeah. I think I'm like a huge Mindy Kaling fan of her work. I'm a huge fan of Mindy Kaling's work. I um love everything I think literally everything she touches is gold and I loved never have I ever and that was a good four season run yeah and so I'm kind of thinking that that's what this is gonna be which I think is I also think that that's kind of like a new thing that we're stepping into is like these shows that last like three or four seasons and I don't know how I feel about it because I love to binge and I can't do that I am re-watching Ted Lasso right now and I'm like, why is it already over again? Like, I like three seasons is not enough. It's enough. not giving enough. And I mean, Ted Lasso is one where I'm like, I really do think they cut it short for no reason. Um, but like, never have I ever. I think it was like a good four season run, and it felt like okay, this is like a good time to wrap it up. Totally. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that happens with Sex Lives with College Girls because it clearly wasn't like an intentional wanting to like bring someone out of it. It was like, oh, she left to go do something better and I think totally. she I saw a TikTok that was like Renee Rapp totally just like leveraged her acting career into like becoming a pop star which is insane yes. 
she played her cards right. I'm always mm-hmm. so nervous because like the thing, like Zane, it, you could be the Zane Malik of the this situation. You like, always sure. run that risk. Yeah, you run it like it's so risky. And I think mm-hmm. that she has overcome that. So I'm really stoked for her because I was so nervous that she was like just gonna flop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could see sex lies like having like uh season three be like a rebuild season and then wrap it up in season four but yeah i think you're right if it makes sense for the story that's great we don't Mm -hmm. need to drag it on for 20 years but Mm -hmm. it does suck when it's just because they want to like networks which just want to make new shit like well and make more money exactly and i think that we could see a lot of that actually next year because of the strike this year taking up like what half the year essentially if not more i think it was it more, was more yeah that. yeah definitely yeah. More with the writer strike but i think that's like a lot of things that were like put on pause and then it's like they come back and they're like do people even care about season three of the show or should we just wrap it up and then move on so yeah. i'm curious to see what comes of that because like we're not getting euphoria season three until like 12 yeah, years from now and they will all be or whatever. literally 50 and, and like, like I don't care I don't give a shit it. exactly yeah but bring back Julie and the Phantoms that was a COVID I, don't, I never watched death. that one if you liked like Hannah Montana <laughs> basically awesome. like, I did <laughs> If you awesome were watching, comparison, yeah, sold. yeah, like if you were in your you know teens watching a Disney Channel show and enjoyed mm-hmm. it, like you'll enjoy this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, okay, okay, yeah, it was like a COVID I know what I'm watching. Casualty. Yeah, yeah, yes, and I think yeah. there's so many of those, and I feel like there will continue to be, unfortunately, post yeah. strike because yeah. it's like, will people care when we now go through the process of? actually filming again and yeah yeah, doing all that but um okay let's see what else do we have another baby for nick cannon talk about a layup (laughs) prediction yeah yeah, again (laughs) if you want something that you know will come true (laughs) so funny having a baby totally Um, yeah i i i could see that totally like selling sunset this season kind of depicted the uh like consequences of Mm. him having I think 10 or 11 kids um and and like with eight different women yeah yeah that's a that's a huge Mm -hmm. part of it Mm -hmm. um but he seems to just keep going despite his like despite everyone's best anyone stop him yeah Yeah. no not at all um what else do you have oh this is interesting people are and I think we've we've heard something about this after the Barbie movie. Mattel is doing some other like toy based movies, but like yes, like yes. live action, which is interesting. And then I heard that they're they're they want to do like a Bratz movie, but like they've already done a Bratz movie and it was horrible and it came no, out in like two thousand eleven. Uh, no, it was iconic. Like I'm. It wasn't. Not it joking. wasn't. Did yeah, you, it... do you, sorry, sorry, do you watch no, Curtis sorry. Connor? Yes, watch, yes, yes, yes. Did you see his movie, his um video about the Bratz movie? No, but I'm going to okay. watch it immediately so, after this. So he's like done this ongoing series, um, pitting the Bratz movies and the Barbies mo- Barbie movies against each other, but like the cartoon ones from like back in the yes, day. Yes, yes. And then, so he was like, I'm going to compare the live action ones now. And so he compared the Barbie movie to the Bratz movie and- 
I because I obviously had watched that movie back in its heyday and in the plot of that movie they're like best friends when they go to high school and then they stop talking for three years after like the first day of high school because they all have different hobbies that's the genuine plot line in the movie is that they're like okay this is it for our friendship and then they just like go their separate ways for three years it's insane why do I like not remember that at all? That's the thing is, I was, I was watching. I was like, "This is so stupid!" Like, how did I not think that was really dumb the first time around? Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm really brutal. curious to see what this era of movies is gonna look like if they keep trying because it's never gonna be the Barbie movie ever. It's, well, and if they Barbie need to is know Barbie. that to some degree. Like, totally, totally. So like, I'm like. <sighs> Barbie is the epitome of like toys, like mm-hmm. universally mm-hmm. like known and stuff like that. And, and then, so established. So established. Years and years and years of lore and stuff like that. So that's why I loved all of like the inside jokes and stuff in right. the, and like the outfits and stuff. Cause it's like, oh, my mom's Barbies had those outfits and mm-hmm. like mine had these and like all mm-hmm. of that stuff. But so Lena Dunham is directing a Polly Pocket. Yes, that's the, one that, that's the one that I'd heard about, yes. And, like, and then the Bratz one, I haven't super heard of, but, like, I, w- I, I don't know. I'm kind of hook, line, and sinker for both of those. I think if you have oh, Barbie totally. expectations. Like I'm going. Yeah, I'm exactly. going for sure. But you can't have high expectations. Well, so my thing is, is, like, the Barbie movie was perfect because, like you said, obviously super established brand. Everyone knows it. It's nostalgic. Everyone loves it. But also, they're so easily able to tie in these themes of feminism. Like, it's right there. It's, like, right there. It was handed to them on a silver platter. It's, like, if you want to, if you want Greta Gerwig to direct this, like, this is the direction you have to go in. And, like, you have to make it some deeper level and, like, talk about real things happening in the world and I feel like that was so it was such a natural trajectory for Barbie to have become this movie about like feminism and the patriarchy and all of that you don't have that with these other ones you know what I mean you don't have this like oh okay so if we're gonna make Polly Pocket this like live action like super fascinating storyline like how are we doing like what is the like yeah theme that accompanies Polly Pockets like just chewing on the clothes like that's <laughs> <laughs> that I can think of is like yeah. I have yeah. no idea how how they're gonna get like that level of like making it real world do you know what I mean totally no I completely agree because it would be interesting to me like are they gonna do something like the Barbie movie or is Bratz gonna be like the Bratz movie where it's mm-hmm. like their characters are just based off the dolls but mm-hmm. they're like real life people there's no dull Barbie world like Mm -hmm. yeah I have no idea but I also just think like we had such an era and I guess we're still in the era of nostalgia Mm. that at some point that bubble has to burst and we have to like think of new ideas like I completely agree and I think it is happening to some extent I've seen a lot of TikToks in the last week of people shitting on these like child actors that are now making like rewatch podcasts of their shows that they were on 10 15 years ago and they're making it their entire personality and people are like we're over it 
And so I think, and again, that was something that was like really interesting when people first started doing it. Cause it's like, oh my God, I loved watching that show. Like, this is so cool. And now it's like everyone and their mother is doing those podcasts. And it's like, okay, yes. I'm not going to watch all 50 of the podcasts of these shows that I once watched. Like I don't care enough. And I, so I think in that sense, we're already seeing it of like, okay, get over it. Like move on. <laughs> Let, let's do something new. Um, So I feel like we could definitely start seeing that in other other spaces realms too. that's mm-hmm. such a good point i'm actually like a proponent of those podcasts like mm-hmm. to some degree some of them are really like, really good and they do it really well and then some of them it's really bad like it, it's just like it's so hard because i'm like if someone asked me to talk about my life like my you know the biggest thing in my life or my life's work or whatever 10 years after like i would be happy but you're totally right like it was fun when the Sopranos did it or like when mm-hmm. One Tree Hill cast yes, it. And now it's like yeah. Glee, Ned's Declassify, Wizards of Waverly Place. It's like maybe Miley Cyrus like next year. This is my prediction. Mm-hmm. She comes out with a Hannah Montana rewatch. Right, but right. Yes. And it just like, yeah, it's, there's only so much you can say about some of these things. Well, in some of it's, it's you can tell the ones that are like, we love talking about this and like we're yes. all friends like the one yes. tree hill i love that podcast they are all good friends in real life and like you can tell and like the way that they talk and also i think they do a really good job talking about like shit that was happening on set and like how Agreed. like there's just like it was a lot going on and that one was far enough like so much time has passed that it, i feel like it's like a good it's like people still care but it's also like far enough away where there is nostalgia but you can also tell the people that are just doing it for a cash grab and they like don't actually have a lot to say when they get in front of the mic and they're just like kind of grasping at straws to some extent so absolutely like the boy meets world one and stuff I haven't even seen anything about that one because there's just like so many there's so many and I think a lot of them too they like they start off with this like guise of like uncovering like the hidden drama that was going on between these like two co- and then it's like they don't actually ever get to that and so they don't spill caring. any yes. realty yeah like, there's one um I think it's like a 90210 the most recent 90210 they did a uh, they did a podcast about it and the whole premise is like we hated each other when we were because it's um yes with Annalyn McCord yes and, and uh, um the girl that's not Shailene Woodley. <laughs> yeah, <but> like, <laughs> literally, who was about to say it? I'm like, it's not. Yeah. But it's like, I think her it's, name is. I think it's Shailene. Uh, she's yes. also on Degrassi. She's Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and the like, redhead Annie. They started. Yeah, yes, and they yeah. started that podcast being like, we hated each other while we were filming, and now we're here, and it's like, yay! <laughs> so excited <laughs> to tune in. Like this should be fun, but no, I what? think the novelty of that wears off. It wears off. Okay, no, it is actually so embarrassing, though. And then we can go back to predictions, but <laughs> classic us. <laughs> but like, people but, are like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like uh, Jenna Ashkowitz and uh, what's his name from Glee? Kevin. I'm not Mc- a big Glee person. Kevin McHale, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah, Artie yes, and. Yes, um, Artie. Yes. Um, and I can't remember. I can, I can picture Cause is there Tina, 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 Tina. Yep. yes. They started a podcast and it was just about topics. And then they mm. fully had to, like, it, I guess it wasn't hitting. So they fully had to change to a Glee rewatch podcast. Like 
I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like, like that's one that it, like it sucks. And it's again, yeah. it's a cash grab. It's like, well, yeah. people only care when we're talking about the show. So I guess I'll just yeah. talk about the show. And it's like totally or the Laguna Beach one, like total cash grab for sure. Mm hmm. Oh, yes, that one for sure. And they really tried to like scandalize that as well, which is with, with nothing. They, with, they Exactly. That's what I'm saying is like all of yeah. these start on this premise of like, we're giving you the inside scoop as to like what was happening. And it's like, no, you're not. You're no, just half of the time they were pretending. like, I don't remember this. <laughs> in all of these rewatch ones, like even in the One Tree Hill one, they're like, I have no recollection of the scene. I did not know this plotline existed. And I'm like, I mean, I. And I get it because that's yeah. At least they're not but like lying, but... right? Right. But it's like okay. So what? <laughs> what compelled you to do this? <laughs> they're like, listen, I have no solid memory from two thousand <laughs> to two thousand six. Let's make a podcast about it. It's like, <laughs> maybe that's I, not something that's free. I then. wish. Yeah. Totally. Um, I saw one prediction, and I can't find it now. It was something to the effect of we'll see a revival in like the YA novels, like the dystopian YA yeah. novels turned movies that yes. I would be here for so quick. I would eat that up yes, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I need Divergent again. I need Divergent to come back in a new way. Me too. Like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I saw that the TV show or the movie that was they were going to do for the books, the selection, that mm. series, uh, which was like a dystopian, like, yeah, like 20, I don't know, 14 novel or whatever mm -hmm. got canceled. But I, I agree with this. Like, I just think that they're going to see the success of the prequel for the Hunger Games and mm -hmm. like run with it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I kind of think here's my twist on that prediction. Okay. I really think like, and again, this isn't a real prediction because like it's kind of already happening, but it's like, it's going to be dystopian, but it's going to be like fairies and mm. like the romance, like it's going to be- The Akatar of it all. The Akatar of it all. Exactly. Like it's going to be like dystopian or like another world per se, but right. it's going to be like- it, it's Dragons not gonna be and... yes it's gonna yeah like the fourth wing like it's gonna mm -hmm. be that type of stuff versus like where it's dystopian but like the key theme or genre is like romance I I mm -hmm. just because of book talk and stuff like that I think a lot of people are gonna pull their trends from from that which is a shame <laughs> I don't think I would be eating up a movie about fairies in the same way that I was eating up Divergent you know I, I wish mean? I could say the same <laughs> like I really truly, see like I just truly wish I could say the same but I love Divergent like do, the the fact that they never finished that movie series haunts me to this day it and like and then, for what okay sorry and then everyone especially was it this year or last year everyone's like oh my god Theo James Theo James it's like where were you in mm -hmm. 2016 mm -hmm. When the second Divergent movie came out, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nowhere to be and also, seen. Also, when everyone was obsessed with Miles Teller from Top Gun. And I'm like, you you don't get Hello? it. Hello? You weren't there. <laughs> you no. wouldn't even begin to understand what was happening it's at his so, peak. I know. It's so fake. Like, it's, <sighs> it's so annoying it's to me. It's so <laughs> fake. No, but I think because those movies, as crazy and outlandish and as fantastical as they were, 
since they were real human beings, it made it like, I think it made it easier for people to swallow it. Digest. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas when you add in the fairies, it's like, oh, this is a whole other thing. And those things turned movies way higher potential to be trash. Yes, because of like the CGI. Yes, and stuff. just the way that yeah. it looks, and yeah, yeah. And I think uh, that's something too, where I think a lot of people when they're reading books, I've I haven't read Akatar, which is like, it's always been something I'm like I need to, and I just can never. I'm like never in the right minds mindset to be reading about. Well, you have to, and like it's like three thousand pages. So it, like it, that too, and I'm always like you I have to be something committed. light. Like I don't want to like yeah. read about fairies right now, but. <laughs> I think those books, when people are reading them, they have such a specific vision in their mind of what things look like. And that makes it harder when movies come out to be like, this lives up to the hype because totally it'll be like so much more open to interpretation. Exactly. But even Twilight, like it's set in Washington, like that's people understand that they have that in their head and it's like werewolves, vampires. Sure. But like a vampire is a human being. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the day so it's like you can still like it's more palatable I think in that sense but totally. I, I also feel like we're just seeing so many books turned movies now too like they're doing seven husbands they're doing yeah um like a like a million other ones that I can't think of any off the top of my head right now but um so many movie adaptations of books are coming oh, out um, and I it ends with us yes yes that one totally that might production be canceled yeah. yeah but I can't remember I think it was because of the strike so I think it, it was pre-strike I think oh, that was like a weird damn. pre-strike thing and then strike happened I want to say because I remember thinking like oh that's interesting that they paused production on that I feel like there's no way that one of Colleen Hoover's books does not get turned into a movie completely agree and it doesn't I mean when with the star power of Blake Lively behind it and like Justin Baldoni like that seems like that's something that has the potential to really take off but I don't know did you like that book I the only Colleen Hoover book I've read is Verity okay um I I don't think I'm a fan are you a Colleen girly a coho I read it ends with us okay and and then it ended with me and I I decided to (laughs) to part ways I read Verity like like a friend sent it to me like he was Mm -hmm. so obsessed with it that he literally mailed it to me oh my god and so I was like yeah so old fashioned (laughs) I know I know and I was like oh this is like like I've never seen someone with such like gusto over a book (laughs) and then I read it and I was like and I still don't (laughs) I I still don't see that like I just I don't don't know I don't get it it either I also I'm like super heavily influenced by TikToks about books where I could be really into a book I see one TikTok where it's like I hate this character because they do this this (laughs) I start to read the book again I'm like I hate this no, book. Literally. How did I ever like it? It's disgusting. No. So I will say I think there was a little bit of that influence because I I think I read that book before because you know Colleen Hoover was like the traditional social media arc where it's like everyone loved her so much so that then they turned into everyone hated, hated her. her and it was like kind of, and so I feel like I was there on the come up like I was there before people were actively hating on it and even then I was like. Hmm. yeah this is kind of weird kind of weird but 
yeah I mean I would definitely see that movie but it's such a weird movie to feel compelled to like it's such a weird book to feel compelled to make a movie about because of like the whole premise of it like that's really strange and I love Justin Baldoni but I think it's me too really weird that he's like I need to play this character like no he's like a feminist icon he totally is and so that's I'm like why are you like doing a casting yourself as this yeah yeah that was sus it is raising (laughs) some eyebrows for me personally but I do think we'll see a lot of that because I think it's just like people they know that people like the book so it's like might as well make it a movie and it just kind of feels like cop-outs at this point it's like yeah no one wants to actually write a good movie they just want they're they're playing on the nostalgia they're doing like sequels of things that have already happened and then they're making or prequels yeah and I wonder I wonder if someone looked back at the like 2008 strikes um Mm -hmm. and I wonder if it was the same but I Mm -hmm. wonder if it it will just be the same for the next couple years of like post-strike having Mm -hmm. these kind of yeah like layup movies Mm -hmm. and then maybe we'll get like you know cutting edge content in a few years right because I feel like that could kind of go either way with a strike too because you had all of these like insanely talented writers that had so much free time on their hands all of a sudden so it's like on the one hand you could see like amazing things coming out of that um which I would I would love to see something like new and kind of original and different that wasn't once a book because that just like makes it more fun to like not know what's gonna happen <laughs> to like go I into know. the movie theaters and like have no idea what you're signing up for. I know, um, and I just feel like we don't have that anymore. No, that's so true. Because even the you know the movies that I am planning to see, like Mean Girls, and I'll probably see the Hunger Games one. It's like mm-hmm. we know what happens. We know what we know <laughs> what happens. Everyone knows yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to see if there's anything else really, really pressing here. It's like all the same. Everyone has the same thoughts. Ariana Grande will make a comeback. That'll be interesting. Definitely. I definitely see her come back on the ride. Yeah, she, she, is, she hasn't had new music in a while. Yeah. No, but she's in the studio. Okay. Like that's for sure. And she said that new music is coming. And then Wicked is going to be, I feel like, I feel like it's going to be kind of like a Barbie moment. Maybe mm. not as big because it's not as, you know, universally mm. known or beloved as Barbie yeah. is. But like the Wicked musical, you know, it, it's been on Broadway for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I'm not a Broadway girl. I saw it on Broadway when I was in New York. But it, it's like, it's it's been around for 20 years. It's toured internationally, mm-hmm. like forever. It has and the name, at least the name. It has like, the name. If you name. haven't seen it, you know what it is. You yeah. know what it is. You know Kristen Chenoweth. You know Idina mm-hmm. Menzel. And it's like, so I think that that is going to be her moment. I, I sincerely, this is so mean. I hope she dyes her hair a different color. The color is not a color in. Worry, that like, was a crazy <laughs> sentence to say. I hope she dyes her hair a different color. I was literally was like, have to cut some of this oh what do you mean <laughs> like god wow. no i just hope what her, color is her hair right now it's like her skin color <laughs> it's oh. like, like really pale blonde i hope she goes back to like a brunette and i hope right because that's well. probably for the part i think that's how it started 
But then okay. it, again, it went on hiatus or whatever. Right. Yeah, but yeah. with blondes, you can't fuck with blondes. You have that's to. True. You, you can't you, just like be changing it. Willy nilly. No. Yeah. It's an that's investment. True. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you true. Really, um. Yeah, that is interesting. I also think like the Wicked movie has, uh, the PR of it all with Ariana and her new boyfriend. It's giving um anyone but you, Sydney Sweeney, Glenn Powell. But yes. on like a bigger scale, yes. and a worse scale, because he was married, um, with a child that she had met. So that is definitely like a it's a bigger thing, but it's also going to be like so far in the past by the time the movie actually comes out. So it's like it's crazy. The, everything that's happening with the Glenn Powell Sydney Sweeney movie, and just like seeing clips of them everywhere, I'm like they're not beating those rumors like i thought they, they were gonna, are like... enforcing them <laughs> no, I know. I, like, they are minutes. all but saying yeah we both happened <laughs> yeah. no 100 percent. i thought again because we saw all this stuff last year mm-hmm. and then the strike happened and then i was like well, they're gonna come back and because they like i think he has a girl a long-term girlfriend she has a fiance they're gonna nip this in the bud they will be you know, Ashton Kutcher standing next to Reese Witherspoon. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just had that thought. I literally just had that thought of like, who are the people with the least chemistry in the world? Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of. That PR, I was like, <laughs> did he kill your dog like right before this? You hate like, this man. Hate, he hates you other. with such vitriol and no one is fighting it. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I was totally I thought they were going to be them. And then, no, it's like they are obsessed with each other it's it's worse (laughs) definitely worse because it's like it's worse when it's like post you know that they saw everything and they're still acting like like that's crazy I I really do wonder how much of that was like everyone was talking about this movie what was it in the spring when everyone was seeing like these pictures of the two of them and they were talking about the movie like I really wonder how much of it is PR at this point because it's yeah. like they saw how big of a deal it was and how like much notoriety it was getting but it seems weirdly so authentic and genuine that I'm like because okay are they're not like love? like I know I know and like okay I, I I think Sydney Sweeney is a really good actress Glenn Powell I think he's just like any other man he's just a guy. <laughs> he's just a guy but like they're act if this is all an act like this is good acting because i believe it phenomenal it's definitely better than what the movie is given the trailer that i've seen like they oh, are looks horrendous and if i was their partner like either one of their partners and well, they're he like he broke oh, up with his girlfriend they officially broke up okay yes after which, the spring like, thing she dumped him which and then, like, I, oh, totally yeah, I fed right. the and rumor. Then he un, uh, she unfollowed Sydney. But, like, yes. literally. And then she, if, like, posted a quote on her Instagram story or something. Like, something. She's like, just she like was us. like, yeah, <laughs> she literally is just like us. Like, oh, my she, God. But I would. If a callback like, to earlier. Like, if we were her in that situation, like, we would be just like that if we were celebrities. Like, <laughs> just like that like posing a chloe kardashian yes and then remember sydney and her fiance like had they like doubled down right well at first it looks like he was moving out there was like pictures of him leaving their house with like luggage 
and like the dog and then but then a couple of weeks later they were like out and about together so okay, I don't yeah, know right. wherever I don't know the stands. status but like literally if someone was like yeah sorry for the breast tour like we're gonna have to be like in love with each other I'd be like I'm out like I just I no, seriously like- especially after like the first time around in the spring you know that wasn't planned that could not have been PR no that was no, just like the was internet real. taking something and running with it so mm. it's like if you did that and you saw the everything that happened after that and then the like PR team is like no you have to play this up I'd be like uh that ruined my life (laughs) why would I play this up are you kidding yeah like that that would be crazy my life totally which makes me think that it is real to some extent yeah has the movie even come out at this point comes out on Christmas maybe I was gonna say yeah like Christmas or like the day be- or it could be this friday maybe oh yeah maybe the 24th I just have to or 22nd door, okay um i would uh predict because we are recording this on december 18th i predict this movie is going to be a flop oh, like i don't think it's going to do well horrible it looks horrible yeah. have you seen the trailer the yeah i have is like, like <laughs> they're trying i think they're trying to bring back this like edgy 2001 humor in rom-coms yes, and i'm yes. like when we said we wanted more rom-coms this isn't we, what we meant <laughs> like no this is exactly what we didn't want you're right but like they're trying to bring back like the hitch the like yes, wedding planner like, the, the, like yeah the like but like the kind of like edgy like raunchy kind of and i'm like uh not for me personally like um no hard feelings with jennifer lawrence did you yeah. watch that no <laughs> it was like because i i love her yeah me she, too and she is great and the movie was good but the premise of it is so weird she's like dating a like an teenager yeah. that's why like, i was just like i'm just not gonna watch this like and she's the 32 she and then in love with him like yeah. <laughs> in like a super roundabout way because that that tiktok sound right now that's like going viral that's like um he doesn't have his phone no, I, that's from that movie. And it's like her being li- literally jealous and possessive when another 18-year-old girl is like inviting him to a party in front of her. Oh, that's so cringy. And there's a scene where she is fully naked. Oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, be- no, in Tori, I can't stress enough how much I too did not see that coming until Jennifer Lawrence was fully naked on my laptop. I was like, uh. Where that is so that's what weird. I mean it's like it's like this like weird level of like early yeah. 2000s like raunch and like it was it was strange it was like yeah. a good movie like you add that to your list Tori I'm giving you so yeah. many recommendations I'm gonna here. be busy over the winter break no because, totally like, like you I- need to watch this like it's one of those things where like I can't ex- it won't do it justice explaining it to you because there's elements of it where I'm like this is actually really wholesome because yeah, yeah, yeah. her whole shtick is that she's been dating these guys that are like so terrible for her and but she's couldn't kinda, she like- have been like 22 yes. <laughs> <laughs> or like couldn't he have been graduating college no, and totally. hadn't dated anyone instead of um entering college like no definitely yeah. definitely but alas he wasn't he is 18 and so then oh he kind God. of teaches her that like there are nice guys and I'm like Ugh. which I, I that's not a lesson I need to learn <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
<laughs> and certainly not from a toddler, but um, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting one. So I think that they are trying to do this like weird resurgence of rom-coms, but in a way that no one asked for in any capacity. Totally. Like I want, I want She's the Man. I want a Cinderella story type mm-hmm. movies. I mm-hmm. Like Sydney White, like all of that. I don't need, yeah, like the, yeah, the raunchy date night. Well, thank you so we'll much. See who's, we'll see who's right next year. <laughs> In our 2024 wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Um, thank you. Best way to start off the year is with the two of us podcasting together. I hope everyone listening agreed. Um, be sure to check out Tori's podcast, Ready to be Petty, and her new podcast, Ready to be Romanced. So exciting. Big things thank coming. You. Um, thank you you so much for being here, Tori. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And to end on like an earnest note, I am, and I said this to you off air, but I'll say it to you again, and you can clip this if you think it's too earnest, but like, I'm just so excited for you and all the things that are happening. You know where you're going with this. (laughs) You're like, cut the mic. (laughs) End the zoom. No, I'm just so stoked for you. Thank you. I don't think people understand how hard you work, how tumultuous you're because like, I knew you when you were in school. Mm -hmm. And like, like how tumultuous your post-grad life has been and I'm just so stoked for you and all of your success and all the good things that are coming for to you in 2024. Thank you that's so sweet.